Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Meal, One Workout, your new approach to food and fitness. Brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementop.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler and Don Sullivan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to One Meal, One Workout, the show that has two numbers in its name, and that's not the same as anybody else. And I uh, just made that up, and that's why it's so lame. But it's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> we are down one host today. Don Sullivan is on vacation with his family, and it's well-deserved, I'm sure. He is a hard-working man, hard-working family man, so Don's not with us. But we do have Mr. Mark Cockrell behind the helm. Greetings. And in addition to that, we will have in a few minutes with us a uh, exciting guest, Jerry and Rich, life coach and runner extraordinaire, will be with us to share his wit and wisdom, and uh, looking forward to that. Actually, we've already done it. This is being recorded asynchronously. I couldn't resist telling you. So a um, couple of quick little uh, items here. The AJC. Mark, do you know what AJC is? If you hadn't already looked at the notes, you might have seen it. If you looked at the notes already, don't don't spoil it. I don't know. American it is the, Judicial Center. Oh, so close. No. Atlanta Journal-Constitution. That's the, that's, the, that's the Houston Chronicle of Atlanta. That's the big paper. That's the New York Times of Atlanta. That's the, that's the, that's the biggie. That's the main one. That's the one that puts out the Sunday paper that weighs nine pounds. Uh, they do a weekly. I don't want to, I don't want to puff myself up too much. I'm admitting it's a weekly success story in the health section about somebody who has gotten fit. And guess who their person was last week? I don't know the guy. I've never Jared heard of his name. Fogel. Something. No. But guess who their person is this week? That's right. Former fat guy, Aaron Butler, made it into the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We'll put the link in there for you to check it out. It's a very nice article. They got a before and after picture. People were very, very gracious and put quite a bit of information in there about my story and journey and uh, put a plug in for the website and for the upcoming race. And so it was, it's really nice. So make sure you check that out in the show notes. Uh, you can just go to AJC.com and go to the health tab and kind of scroll down on the left side. You'll see success stories, I believe, is how you get to it. Or you can click the link in the show notes. Um, but in the news, Mark... Sometimes people, you just don't, I just don't understand people sometimes. <sighs> maybe it's because he's British. Just sometimes? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to say maybe it's because he's British. Not to offend all our British listeners, but maybe, maybe I don't understand him because he's British. Not saying he did it because he's British. He's just got a really thick accent. I can't understand him. But anyway, um, the Kilder Marathon uh, was taking place in, in Great Britain a couple of weeks ago. And uh, this guy came in third place. He was very excited about it. And uh, the way he was able to do that was at, at the 10-mile mark, 20-mile uh, mark, he was tired. So he decided to quit. So he got on a bus. And then he felt rested. So he got back off the bus, jumped back in the race, and placed third. <laughs> so uh, he, he, uh, the guy that was in actually in third place said, I was never passed by this guy, called it immediately into question. He denied it, denied it, denied it, uh, even in a press conference. And he's quoted as saying, I'm angry, upset and angry that someone wants to cast these aspersions. It's laughable is what it is. Of course, I'm sure you said it with a British accent. Right. Wasn't that I'm a Seinfeld episode? I'm sure. Uh, this is a case of life imitating art, I think. This, this has happened before. This is just the most recent uh, uh, felon of this. But I'm going I'm to try it with the British accent since that's what I want to do. I'm upset and angry that some... No, that's terrible. That was almost <laughs> Scottish. That was almost Australian. I'm that was almost as bad as Mel Gibson's in, in Someone wants to cast, cast these aspersions. It's laughable is what it is. That was almost kind of a... Uh, that was a uh, David Copperfield type. Just to let it go. <laughs> I'm upset and angry that someone wants to cast these aspersions. <laughs> it's laughable is what it is. I can do that one. I can do the Italian, the, the bad Italian accent. I love this quote here. He was the only runner in the whole of the race who ran the second half quicker than the first half. <laughs> he actually Imagine sped that. up as he got tired. Oh, that's hilarious. Poor guy. I mean, just think that he needed to, think that he had to do that. The, the poor guy that was actually in third says, I was third the whole way, but somehow across the line and he was, and was given fourth. He had stolen my glory and my moment on the podium. I started to doubt myself as he was adamant he had gone past me. I could understand him taking the goodie bag and the T-shirt, but to do the press interview claiming he was third. <laughs> he didn't care about the goodie bag or the shirt, but he was upset about the press interview. Anyway, so here's a, here's a, here's a rule of thumb for you people out there. If you're going to run a race, run it. Don't ride it. It's a go. whole different – that's a different event. <laughs> uh, my oh. friend Kevin, who's a marathon runner, tells a story about uh, the first time he ran uh, a marathon. It was the uh, Oklahoma City 
uh, whatever marathon they have there in Oklahoma City. And he says, he called his mom and said, Mom, I just ran the whatever marathon. And his mom says, did you win? (laughs) (laughs) No, Mom, I finished. It's it's not about winning. It's about finishing. That's funny. Well, all my family in Texas thinks I'm running marathons. So at my family reunion this last weekend, I hear you've been running marathons. No, just just five Ks and one ten K and a five miler. Oh, okay. If you add them all up, it's oh yeah, yeah. The the um, it's you know in their mind, if you run it all, you run marathons, right? Because that's all there is to run is marathons, and uh, and if you're not going to run a marathon, what's the even what's what's the point of even running it? You know that kind of thing. So it's kind of funny. That's Mark. do, Do you like Battlestar Galactica. Well, I just, I just wanted to put this in there. It doesn't have anything to do with anything, but uh, uh, it has to do with I, Battlestar Galactica. As as a uh, uh, Netflix subscriber, um, I have recently. Hold on, just a second. Sorry, my my daughter was banging on the door saying, "Are you the in there, pod. Daddy? Are you in there, Daddy?" Um, I'm not even going to edit that. I'm just going to leave that. So anyway. Netflix. I've I'd never watched Battlestar Galactica, the new one, right? The like 2004 version. Mm-hmm. And I'd heard, you know, it's a big geek thing, right? Uh, all the geeks seem to watch it. So I thought, okay, they're all on network. Netflix. All four seasons is on there. So I'll give it a try. So over the last couple of months, I've watched 80 some odd hours of Battlestar Galactica. And just today I finished the last one and I thought, man, that was not worth it. When I got to the end, the last minute of the last episode, I was like, what a waste of my time. So that's my review of Battlestar Galactica Reimagined. Well, whenever we get done on the show here, you'll have to tell me what happened. I missed the last season. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> After they got to Earth. Um, so anyway, I just thought for fun, I'd bring up, we're talking about running a marathon, and you know, you said you add it all up. Uh, as of January 1, I don't have my stats from last year. I was using Cardio Trainer last year. You may remember from the fitness uh, yes. tech show but i've been using runkeeper this year I've, i haven't done much running in the last month because of my injury but as of this year i've done i've recorded let's not think counting things i haven't recorded 124 activities totaling 391 miles for a total burning of 61,396 calories 61,000 calories I have burned, according to Runkeeper, based upon my weight and activity. Now, that 391 miles, I will say that I have done some biking in it a little bit, so that's not all running, but I would say 300-plus of it is running. So uh, so that's roughly 14 marathons? Somewhere around there, yeah. So I put a few miles on my shoes. I thought time for you to get some new ones, probably. What was that guy? Terry Fox, wasn't it? Had one leg and ran a marathon a day for like a month? Uh, I don't know. But that, that? There's a, I know there's one guy that's run... They call him the ultra marathon of this run a mar- that ran a marathon in all fifty states back to back, like one, one a m- one a week for fifty weeks and ran one in every state or something like that. That's amazing. I saw that guy on on television. He actually has a genetic ability to clear lactic acid out of his system faster than anyone ever on record. He literally does not get tired. He just runs forever. <laughs> Poor guy. He's the Energizer Bunny, Energizer Bunny of runners. It's like you know, uh, it was. I don't mean to derail it, but I think this is interesting. Uh, he. Uh, uh, everybody develops lactic acid and, and muscle wear down at a at a particular point, and then it tends to be like a, a a bell curve sort of thing. It goes up, and then the production scales off, and then it goes back up. Heat goes up, and then levels, and so like the first half mile he runs is as tired as he gets for however right. long he runs. He never gets more tired than as if he did only run a half mile. Since we've already totally derailed the show, um, have you ever watched the? It's on one one of the cable channels, and it's the like the fighting show where they use all the science. To, the Ultimate Fighter thing, or something like that. It's it's called Ultimate Warrior. Fight Science, Fight Science, or Science of Fighting, something like. That. Anyway, they had uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they had Randy Couture and Tito Ortiz, two UFC guys on there, and several other guys, and they were talking about how fit are these guys really. So they had Randy um, Couture, who was about forty three at the time, get a a uh, person in a chokehold, basically, and strain and hold them as tight as he could <clears throat> for like a minute. Uh, and they had all these predictions about how much lactic acid he would build up and how his heart rate would spike. He actually rested while he was doing it. <laughs> he was just at ease, right? <laughs> at the end of it, his, like, his heart rate had calmed down a little bit and his lactic acid levels had gone down. I mean, the guys, just, those guys, some of those guys, not all of them, but some of those guys are just in incredible aerobic shape, anaerobic too, for that matter. 
But anyway, so without further ado and derailment, <laughs> um, putting this train back on the track. So we're going to bring on Mr. Jerry and Rich. Jerry, and say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. How is it going? And uh, we are excited to have him here. Jerry is a, a a new friend of mine. We um, met through uh, through Facebook. I'm imagine of all things, a little thing called Fellowship of the Run. It's a group of running. Um, advocates and enthusiasts on there and we, we found out we were going to be at the same race and we said let's say hi to each other and we did and struck up a conversation and uh, became facebook friends as so many people do these days and i noticed on his profile that um jerry had a certificate on there that said life coach and that intrigued me i knew he was you know a, a dynamic exciting guy and fun and was really enthusiastic about running and fitness and what have you so i thought well that was a whole different angle of something we hadn't really addressed on the show yet it was a life coach and how that what role that might play so i said jerry you want to be on the show and he said sure so here we are however many weeks later finally got it all worked out and schedules and everything but you're actually on vacation this week isn't that right jerry yes sir i'm in uh virginia right now sterling virginia Sterling, Virginia. I'm actually heading to Virginia next Saturday. My friend Joshua and I okay. are going to do do the Tough Mudder up in oh, uh, Wintergreen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You told me about that. So that ought to be pretty exciting. Um, yeah, uh, first first uh, first mudder for me and Josh. Second trip for, to Virginia for me. So trying to figure out our final reserva- uh, reservations where we're going to stay and everything. But it ought to be pretty fun. Looking forward to it. My found out my cousin did one just recently and and really enjoyed it. So anyway, Jaron, just take a couple minutes whatever you know how much time you want and just kind of tell us about who you are uh, before we even get into the whole life coach thing just let people know who, who's jerry and rich tell us about yourself you know if somebody uh, so jerry was wanting to know who's jerry who would be on a uh, i guess a case-by-case basis but i'll tell you about <laughs> me and who i am uh, i'm just basically one individual that's just trying to do my part and in currently active in doing my part into trying to change the world uh everyone speaks and you know uh that they want to do things and they don't ever back those acts up. so i'm a very big person in believing in action, speak louder than words, and just doing my part to inspire and motivate people to better themselves, whether it's health, fitness, and any aspect of their life, um, and just encouraging positive uh, things from people. Uh, so I'm very, as you say, a dynamic person. Uh, I love to talk. I love to interact with people. I'm very much, um, you know, a people, very people person. If you took people away from me, I think I would probably shrivel up and die. <laughs> um, just, now, now you have some I, kids, I love, right, Jaren? Yes, I have some kids. I have a four-year-old little girl, Danny Gwen. Um, then I have my second son. He is Jerry and Andrew. And then my next son is Jackson Wayne. Cool. How, how old are they? Uh, Janie is four. Uh, Jerry and, wait, Janie is six. Jerry is four. And Jackson is two. Uh, well, I bet you if, if we end up... Uh, if you end up coming to the Sweetwater Creek 5K, uh, my son Nathaniel 5 will fit right in there, perfect stair steps, so and they ought to have a good time together. Yeah, well, it's actually almost almost in concrete that you will see me at that race. I'm, I'm excited. trying to work on getting some other people to come with. I know there's we, we share a mutual friend, April Abraham, so I think she's going to be there, too. So I'm trying to encourage her as yep. well as a couple other people with me to make it a double day of racing. Uh, but definitely want to great. bring the family out because they're already talking to come. Uh, that'll be exciting. Yeah, the... the uh, the registration is starting to trickle in, so I'm I'm excited about it. So, um, awesome. so you're you obviously you you're, you're doing the life coach thing, but tell us real quick, just kind of uh, to give people an idea. You you got a day job too. You're um, yes, and you and uh, what what kind of things do you do during the day? What what's your uh, what's your um, what's the word I'm looking for? Vocation. Well, oh, my natural um, I'm pretty much a jack of all trades, master of very few things. Uh, my day job <laughs> is basically. Um, a manager of builder services for a company called ProHome. Um, basically, when you buy a new house, you get a one-year warranty. I handle all the customer service. So anytime anything goes wrong with your house for the first year, you call me. I make sure it's a valid warranty claim, and then I get the according subs to come out there and fix the problem. So that you only talk to happy people, right? Everybody's always <laughs> Oh, of course. Of course. That's where I became really, really good at what I do because I deal with nothing but happy people. <laughs> That's funny. People call me yeah. with when things when things aren't going wrong. They call me to say, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> they just called to chat. Let's just call Jerry, and he's he's probably not yeah. not too busy. He's probably got time. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. So, but in addition to being a, a family man, three kids, uh, trying to you know take care of yourself, be healthy and fit, 
you've also embarked on this life coach venture. So tell me, Jerry, my first question here on the, in the show notes, I've got, I wrote it right here because I've always heard this, t- this, uh, that phrase bandied around, bandied about, you know, life coach, life coach. What is a life coach? How does that work? Uh, a life coach, um, is basically a, a person such as myself that will, will be able to help anybody in any aspect of their life to gain clarity through all the confusion. Um, with that being said, is any aspect of your life you may be struggling with to reach your full potential. Uh, I'm there to coach you through it. I'm not there to tell you how to do it. I'm going to show you how you have all the tools in your tool shed. Uh, for example, I use the great analogy, everybody has a workshop. Most people know how to use a screwdriver, a hammer, uh, maybe a saw. But you have all these other beautiful tools in your closet, and most people don't even realize what powerful tools that they have and what they're capable of doing with those tools. Um, so basically, me as a life coach, I, I go into your tool shed with you, and I show you all these great tools, and I figure out what you want to do with your life, and I show you what tools and how they work, and then I allow you to do your thing with them. So um, give so me a, more of a that, that sounds like a great analogy. Can you give me an actual like a, a, a example of how you'd apply that? So tell, give me an example of somebody how a life coach so, might might benefit them. Uh, for me, my my. Coaching, I can coach you in any aspect, but my basic thing is uh, health and fitness. Um, so if somebody wanted to, for example, to lose 50 pounds, well, I'm going to basically start with a, a trial. I'm going to ask you, what, is, what about 50 pounds do you want to lose? Why is it 50 pounds? And try to really dissect what it is because most people, when they say they want something, there's actually a root to something else that they really want. It's not really 50 right. pounds, for example. It's really to be able to be fit, to be able to run a 5K, to be able to keep up with their daughter. Once I help them see that, then we actually start breaking down um, things to do to reach those type of goals. And then, I may, then I'm there as a coach to maintain accountability because, um, of course, you have to have someone to be accountable to because if you aren't accountable, then you're not going to really do anything. Right. So, so the coach, I'm your are... friend, but I'm – Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, as a coach, uh, I'm there to be your friend, but also I'm able to call you out on things and, and push right. you. Um, because, yeah. you know, of course, as a life coach, you're also paying me. So there's an exchange of value there. <laughs> so you're, of course, when you pay for that, right. you're naturally going to want to do something in there. So I can be your friend, but at the same time, I'm going to call you out when I think you're running me around the bush or anything there. And if you really want to change your life, then, you know, most people generally, you know, give themselves a swift kick in the butt so, to start doing you know. Something. Most people are familiar with the idea of a, of a physical trainer, like a you know fitness trainer. So what you're saying is same idea, same basic concept, but you can apply it to any area of your life. Maybe you want to do better in business. Maybe you want to be more successful in relationships. Maybe you want to, um, you know, dress better. I don't know. You're, you're a pretty snappy dresser. I remember the headband you were wearing at the 5K. Uh, <laughs> yeah, spirituality, finances, uh, any any aspect of your life. Um, if you talk to many different people, there are, you know, they'll say there's four aspects, six aspects, nine aspects, 12 aspects of your life. Uh, but any aspect in, in your life, any person, and I don't care who you are, can use some kind of improvement in your life. Um, and right. when you change one aspect of your life, it just naturally, you have to change other things. It's a beautiful revolving wheel that goes round and round. Once you change one thing, something else changes. So any aspect of your life can use some kind of improvement in one, in one form or fashion, whether it's a small tweak or a major change. Yeah, we actually had a, a trainer, physical trainer, fitness trainer on last week talking about the Active Atlanta campaign that he and his brother and some others have started up. And, um, you know, similar idea, obviously, motivating somebody to, to, in his case, specifically to be healthier, make better choices in fitness. But with a life coach, I can see how, Maybe that person that's just struggled to um, kind of get over the bump, so to speak, in their life in a particular area could use that encouragement. And and uh, and the thing, like you said, sometimes a friend is, is good to help, but sometimes you need somebody that's not your friend necessarily that's willing to, willing to tell you the hard things, to right. tell you when you're being that's lazy, to tell you when you're being yeah. dumb. Yeah. And a lot of times with you know health and fitness, I mean, anyone can go out and lift weights. If your heart isn't into it, a lot of times there's a mental block. You need right. to be mentally into your fitness, and a lot of people don't have the mental. Like, you can have a drill sergeant that drills you, but you can, uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's where <laughs> the life coach can help apply a lot of those things to clear your mental blocks, so you can actually be free mentally. And once you free yourself mentally, your body starts taking over, and that's when that, um, as I say, you get that quick motivation, but I like to take that motivation and turn it into inspiration within yourself because inspiration is a, is a beautiful thing. It has a, a half-life that just keeps going. 
motivation is just a quick shot in the arm. You get that burst. Anyone can be motivated, but they generally will fall out and fall flat. So is that your tagline on your business card? Let's say Jerry and Rich, life coach, turning motivation to inspiration. Uh, yeah, I actually have a a group, uh, Inspiration Inc. Uh, my thing is uh, is planting seeds of happiness and inspiration. Uh, so it's, I have a similar tagline. I haven't got the, the quite thing because I keep playing with ideas, but basically that <laughs> is me. I am inspiration. I'm turning motivation into inspiration, or I can take your motivation and make it into inspiration. That's cool. essentially what I so, like to do. So what got us here today, you know, kind of got us to this conversation point was the I saw your certificate on Facebook. So tell me, what is a certified life coach as opposed to, as opposed to just an amateur life coach? I mean, is it a <laughs> is it a um, is it a, a course you take? Is it is it a school you go to? I mean, and I'm sure there's all different levels all around the world. So tell me, kind of yeah. kind of what your your thing is. The 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 one that I took um, is by a world renowned doctor, Doctor Jay Duckett, um, and he does what they call an immersion technique. So it is just like uh, most things; you have to go and take a class. Um, and you do have to take certain tests and you have to do a certain things. I had to do an apprenticeship. Um, I had to coach, um, 10 people and, you know, and bring them back to them, have them, you know, ask some questions to make sure that I was able to do it. Um, wow. but most people are born natural life coaches. Uh, but there are many courses out there. There are some that take three or four years or some that, you know, require you to take psychology classes. Um, there's all different specific kinds out there, but in, in re- reality, you have people that want to be life coaches and you have people that are already life coaches that just needed somebody to turn the switch on or say, hey, you're now certified. You can actually clinically, you know, go out and help people. That's what, in, in my circumstance, um, I had been helping people for probably over 10 years now, just naturally coaching people, met right. somebody that knew him and they said, Jerry, you're wasting your time doing this and I'm like well what am I wasting my time they said you need to be out really helping people since you already do that and you in what what is the term if you like what you're doing it's not like working at all and they said you can you do this help people and you can make money while doing it and I said what I can help people and I can make hold this this can't this this doesn't seem right <laughs> that's not logical oh yeah I understand it's, it's not logical I mean I, I love helping people regardless if I get paid or whatever because you get the selfish uh, results or benefits by he- watching that person change and grow before your eyes and have them go back, you know, saying, Jerry, and thank you so much for being in my corner. Jerry, and thank you for being a source of inspiration. Thank you. And for, for a person, it's just like you just gave them a million dollars and you didn't even have right. to give. You just gave them a million dollars and now they're able to fulfill <laughs> their dreams. I mean, there's nothing, nothing better in the world than that. That's awesome. So um, that kind of brings us back. So, you know, obviously you're a certified life coach. If I don't live in Atlanta and I can't call Jerry and up, and work with you, you know, face to face. How would somebody go about finding a qualified, competent life coach? Maybe one of our listeners from Texas or Montana or Turkey or the Ukraine. How would, well, believe, how would, how would believe it or not? Believe it or not, actually, with life coaching the way it is now, most life coaching is it done over the phone. Uh, there are very few circumstances or instances where life coaching is actually done face to face or in person. Wow. Um, but you can Google. I always say Google is a great tool to go there uh, yep. just because me, I think I'm the best. However, there are certain aspects that I'm not, uh, I can give you the basics on, but if you really need it in depth, there are people that I can refer you on to that can give you bet that would be able to help you out better than I can. Right. Um, so I would say you can easily call me or get in touch with me. You can email me and find me on Facebook. You can email me. Um, and I would be more than happy to help you. And if I couldn't, I know people, they're all around, and if you wanted a face-to-face, I can easily find you one because the um, the the company that I'm certified through has uh, life coaches all across the United States, and I think even some right. worldwide. So cool. where there's a will, there's a so way. So how how would a person, you know, if they're if they're serious about contacting you, wanting to you know put the money on the table and really talk to you about hiring you to be a life coach for them? How would how's the best way for them to contact you? Free commercial right here. Uh, on the right on the here, air it would to be, the entire interwebs. It would be right there. You can do it on two places. One, you can find me uh, on Facebook, Jerry and Rich. Um, I'm not hard to find. You're going to see some kind of running picture. Not hard to find. <laughs> um, or the best way is you can email me at Jerry and R, J-A-R-I-A-N-R at gmail.com. And just email that you're interested in life coaching. And then that's where I can uh, get a couple more questions and then send you a questionnaire. And we can get started right away. Well, Jerry, and I'm, I'm a little dense here, so I'm not quite getting this whole concept. 
What? Tell me. Okay. Give me a specific situation of where I might need you and what you might do to help me. Well, the, specific, the first question would ask is what area or aspect of your life do you want to change or do you have confusion with? Um, would be the first question that I would ask you in specific. I want to change my career path. I want to be a ballet dancer. So, uh, <laughs> you want to be a... All right. That would be a, that would be a great thing to do. So being a ballet dancer, so what we would then do is we would start uh, on why you want to be a da- ballet dancer. Um, and I would ask you because I think I would questions. look good in a tutu. I'm, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm yanking your chain here, but uh, I'm just trying to get right. some 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 uh, uh, hypotheticals out here. So you're gonna you're gonna try to make sure I'm serious about it first, and then right. Okay. And, and and most of the time when you people throw something out, there's usually something else that goes along with it. I want to be a ballet, and we can actually come to find out that you actually want some kind of attention, and we'll actually go to a root thing and actually and, and I say in process of doing that you'll actually have breakthroughs with yourself in seeing something like, wow I wanted to be a ballerina but I really want attention and I want attention for this not necessarily being a ballerina right so a lot, a lot of things they, the people will just throw it out there and it's just okay I want to do this or I want to do that and then what you really have to do is you have to find the root of it and start with a basic one small basic thing and start from that one point and then build from there yeah, so obviously Jerry um, isn't saying that he is a master trainer in every field and every um, – obviously he's not going to teach you ballet lessons. What he's going to do is get you to the place where your motivation and your head's on right and you're, uh, you're taking the right steps to, to reach whatever goal it is you've set for yourself. Is that a fair that's right. sum, that, summary? That's a, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. That is a very um, accurate, uh, an accurate response to that. Yeah, there's there's always seems to be those people that I've I've met in my life who just go and do stuff, that they just say, you know what, I'm going to start a business, and they go start a business. Then on the other end of the spectrum is I have people that I know for 40 years that keep saying, one of these days I'm gonna, and they don't ever do anything. So work eight to five, and that's it. Those are the people. Those are the people that can definitely use a life coach because we we are the type of people that will. one of these things we're going to start that motivation and turn the inspiration and actually get you to go, or we'll actually figure out, well, really, you don't really want to do this, so that's why you've never one day I'm going to, that's why you've never taken that day to do it, and we actually right. help you find the other thing that you really want to do. Well, you know, I just got discovered the other day, I finally figured out how I was going to become a millionaire. I think I might have told you, Mark, I'm going to invent something. I don't know what yet, but that's my plan. Got, <laughs> I'm that far along. I've got step one, invent something worth a lot of money. Now I just hey, got to get step two, right which path. is what is the thing? <laughs> what is the thing or whatever? That My yeah. sister's trying to do that. And she says, once she invents it, she's going to let me know what it is because she says <laughs> I'm one of these people that are just out there, a right. great promoter. So it's like if you find a million-dollar idea, you can come get me, and I will be more than happy to put it out there for you. <laughs> so... uh you know, from the life coach perspective, if I think we, we kind of touched on it already, but one of the questions I have written down here is, um, or my, I thought I had it written down. Maybe I've erased my own question. Who, you know, who is that person that's listening out there today that's going, okay, this sounds like a great concept, um, but you know, I don't really know. It's it's kind of a new thing for me. Who is that person listening to this podcast that is somebody that you would say this person should get a life coach? Like if you, you were talking to your friend and they were telling you about their friend and you would say that person needs just, they need to get a life coach. They need to call me. Who is, describe that person for me. Describe the, the, uh, the prime candidate. The, uh, a prime candidate would be somebody, uh, as you probably said, that wants to do something but just doesn't know how to go about doing it. Um, that's a prime candidate or a person that um, is trying to find their purpose in life or find direction in their life. Uh, somebody who's stuck in the same circle that's looking for a change or doesn't even realize they might not even know. They're just kind of like, I just, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. Uh, anyone who's tired of a change, anyone who's looking for a purpose, looking for a direction, or looking for their passion in life, those are the prime people um, that would be candidates for a life coach that would actually excel and do really great with a life coach. Um, so it's or either, people who are looking. Go ahead. I was either, so it's either a person, A, that's, got something that they're trying to do or want to do and don't know how to do it, or maybe a person that doesn't know what they want to do, but they know what they're doing right now is not what they want to do. 
Yep. So there you it's go. just two there got two ways. You could the person that says, I nearly need to lose some weight or I I really need to make a career change. And you have the other person that goes, you know, I, I, my life's just kind of eh. Uh, nothing really excites me about it. Right. And uh, so either one of those people should call Jerry. And, so once again, in this career, you don't get contacted from happy, well-adjusted, driven people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in my case, no, it, ha- it has not been. Um, but the great thing is that I've, I've actually had two kind of well-adjusted people actually uh, come to me for a couple of sessions um, just to, you know, kind of, get a little better clarity or get a better bearing on what they want to do. So get really down to the point. Um, you know, get a lot of people that kind of, you know, they know what they're doing. They're kind of moving along. They kind of lose their mojo, so to speak. I help them get like Stella. I help Stella get her groove back. She, you know, right. they, people do what they do, but sometimes they need to just a recharge. They need to talk to somebody. Um, believe it or not, there's lots of world leaders out there um, that go to life coaches because sometimes they feel like they're losing their mojo or something there. And the next thing you know, bam, they're right back on the scene again. Well, right. you brought something up when you said a couple of sessions. Uh, the question I had: How long would a typical relationship with a life coach last? Um, it can be anywhere from you know three to ten sessions, um, depending on what uh, things you're trying to work through. It's, it's not something there that I'm going to be working with you for 52 weeks out of the year, unless we have different things to work with. Uh, but generally, you know, it's going to be a handful of sessions. Usually, it's you know four to six weeks. Is the general around about time that you would do something in there. And, and what we hope for is that once we work through there, you're able to um, somewhat self-life coach and you'll just come back periodically when you run into a jam or you need to get right. uh, a little bit of your mojo back or just need a little little something extra. Once once you uh, When they find another tool in the shed they need to use that they don't know how to use yet, you taught them how to use the yeah. power sander. You taught them how to use the chainsaw so they can continue to use those on their own because you taught them how to do it. But then they go in there and they find this lathe. They have no idea how to set this lathe up. And they're like, Jerrion, what's a lathe and how do I use it? And then yep, you help there them you out. Go. And then they start figuring out the bigger power tools and start moving on to better things. And those, those are the people that, for me as a, as a person, those are the people – that are going to be the ones to make change in the world and positive change. So those those are the people I really love to interact with. You have a lot of people that, you know, kind of want to do this and they kind of fall off. But those people I want to make, uh, I want to change one person, have that person change another person, have changed another person. So, you know, one thing that I personally, um, that always kind of made me, what's the word, drag my feet on getting a trainer in the past is, is cost. Um, obviously, this is, this is something you do because you're passionate about it, but it's also something you'd like to do for a living, uh, uh, ultimately one day so that everybody calling you isn't because their, their toilet's not working, um, unless it's a <laughs> metaphorical to- toilet. <laughs> so, uh, what, what kind of price ranges? And I'm not asking you to quote your, your prices on, online, but I know, like, if you're going to go to a trainer, you're going to pay probably either $25 or $20 for a half hour for a less expensive trainer up to like a hundred bucks for a half hour for a, for you know, more elite trainer type thing, at least in the areas that I've hung out, I'm not in the Beverly Hills. You know, thousand dollars an hour, guys. So, what kind of prices should we? Should somebody, if somebody goes and uses the Googles to find a life coach in their area, and they see one that's got some reviews, and they uh, this guy's got a website, and they call him up, and the guy says, "This will be, you know, I charge five hundred bucks an hour." Um, you know, I want them to be aware that they may be a little pricey. So, what what kind of what would be a reasonable price range for somebody to find? A life coach anywhere from anywhere from fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars an hour is reasonable for a well qualified person. Uh, the okay. people that are charging more are are people that are really good at what they do and they're really trying to limit their customer base down. Is what I've known, um, especially the guy who taught me. He charges twenty five hundred dollars an hour, and he said I had to start charging more because I was spreading myself so thin. So I basically had to select myself to a higher clientele. Uh, right. But the general going rate for a really great life coach is anywhere from fifty to one hundred fifty dollars an hour, um, and they do offer. I mean, most of them should offer you a package deal because, just like I said, you just don't want to have one session. You want to do mm-hmm. four to six sessions. It's just kind of like a personal trainer. They'll offer you a package deal and say, right. you know, rather than doing all this, we can offer you a package deal, and then we go forward. You know, we try one session out, see how that works, and then we go forward from there. But anywhere from fifty to one hundred fifty bucks is generally. Uh, a really great and a reasonable rate, and uh, to get fantastic results as well. So shooting the middle there, fifty to one hundred fifty, four to six weeks. Uh, we're looking at about five hundred bucks for a month of of your help. Is that about right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's about right. And that, yeah, that, that's pretty cheap. Uh, five hundred bucks for a life change is pretty pretty inexpensive. 
Like the uh, yeah, like and, the, my yeah, chiropractor guy the other day. From... My chiropractor guy told me the other day. He said you can come to me and I can help you get your hip better, or you know, and it'll cost you a little bit, or you can get a hip replacement <laughs> in a few years. Yeah. I'd say, but a hip replacement is a one-time cost. <laughs> so you know, it doesn't and, hit me every week when it comes to you. And what I always tell people, you can't really put a price on life if you're serious about life. And that's the one reason why life coaches charge what they do is because you have to have that exchange of value. Once you pay for something or you yeah. give something away, and some life coaches will actually change, exchange services, or I've had I've heard stories of um, people giving diamond rings in exchange, and it's, just, it's the exchange of something of value. Right. Uh, in somebody's life that makes you more serious about it. And that's what makes people serious because um, in my internship, I did 10 people. And I noticed with those 10 people, after a second, third session, uh, they, they could care less. And what I discovered is that when I started doing it and charging a rate, the people that were paying were a lot more serious. They took more from it. They were more accountable, and they took off, and they, you know, it was really awesome to see that growth in there. Right. Yeah, I, I actually, the, the one time I had a personal trainer, I traded him guitar lessons. Uh, he'd wanted to learn guitar, and I was you know, wanting to get a trainer to help me do some more more effective weightlifting. And so I approached him about it, and he said, yeah, so we did. We traded one-for-one one guitar lessons and uh, personal training lessons. It worked out good. Good for him and good for That's me. That's fantastic. Fantastic. So, That's a win-win for everybody right there. Yep. So, Jerry, Mark, you, you want to learn to play guitar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, well, my look, my kids want to learn how to play guitar, and I'm I'm all about growing my kids. So if my kids really want to go, I would be more than happy to change services. Well, let me know. So I, I was meaning to ask you this earlier, Jerry. And, um, you don't sound like you were raised in Mississippi. What's what? Where's your accent from, if I can ask? All right. So get ready. Hold your seats. I was actually born in Twin Falls, Idaho. I okay. moved to California when I was five. I lived there until I was fifteen. Moved to Virginia from fifteen to twenty-five, and then down south to Georgia from twenty-five to present day. So what? What part of California? Uh, Southern California, L.A., okay. uh, yeah, Long that's... Beach, you know, in, in the, the gangland area. Not not too many not too many things I'm highly proud of living there. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of life coaching opportunities, I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah. Yes. So yeah, I, I detected. I, I thought it was probably like a, a SoCal accent of some type. Um, all these accents have always fascinated me. I of course have no accent whatsoever. It up. They, they say it's a a West Coast kind of country swing, and now that I'm going south, I'm getting a little more southern into it. Yeah. So some people can pick it up. We all we all end up being kind of an amalgam of where we live. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of it's, it's kind of right. The uh, I met somebody on a trip this last week, and was talking to them a little bit, and I said. Uh, where are you from? And I, I knew before they even answered Mississippi. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> you sound like yeah, all my relatives. Mississippi, Alabama, and right down there, you can generally hit them all. Or Texas, New York. Yeah. There are a couple of areas that you can know right off the top, right when you talk to them. Oh, I know where you. Where are you from? New York. Oh, how could you know your accent? Yeah, I'm from so, Brooklyn, eh? <laughs> I'm Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been in Wisconsin for training, so that's that's um. That's right about Canada. I mean, it's almost there. You, know? <laughs> you get a little of that almost in there. So uh, I don't want to take your whole night up, Jerry, and I really appreciate you being on and um, probably have you back on again and talking about running and racing and things like that in the future, uh, do a little more uh, fitness My specific. <laughs> but yeah, if you had – Kodak moments on your race. Exactly. Um, uh, Jerry's known for his uh, finishing photos. So if you go to his Facebook page, you'll, you might see a few of those choice shots there. But um, if you had one minute, Jerry, and if it, you know, the bulk of my uh, listeners out there are um, people who want to get in shape that aren't in shape or people who are working to stay in shape, you know, fitness advocates of some type. If you had a, uh, a one minute to talk to that person who's so far, their only step is to listen to this show. <laughs> they haven't gotten any, haven't made it any further down the road to getting fit, but to start listening to this podcast. Um, in one minute, what would you want to say to them? If you just were, you were, let me just set the scene for you. You're at the grocery store and you're in the checkout line. I'm making this up as I go along, by the way. And, uh, and the person right, in front of I you like has, all right, good. Person in front of you has a box of Pop Tarts and a two liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. That's all they're buying. And they're, and you you look at it and they see you looking at it and they go, you know, I really, I, and they're obviously overweight. I really need to do something. I've just, I've just let myself go. I've been making terrible choices on my, on my food. You know, I just got to do something. And you're standing there. You've got that one minute that you're in the checkout line with them to tell them something that's going to help them. 
what would you say? Um, I would tell them what goes in is what comes out. Uh, whatever you put in your body goes out. You can go in the gym for eight hours a day. You can do whatever you want. It's just all in key is what you put in goes out. Uh, also being accountable to yourself and to people around you. Not only are you affecting your own life with the bad ways that you're eating or or even doing the right things, you're going to affect the people around you. So it's not only a very selfish decision for you to want to eat better, but it's a, it's a, it's a good thing for you and the people around you. Accountability, eating right, uh, are the key things for it to live a very fitness uh, fitness oriented life. Um, fitness is, I guess, is a very open term, but it all boils down to what you eat and how you eat it, and being accountable and sticking to it, not just eating celery for a week and then going back to pop tarts. You got to <laughs> whatever diet, whatever diet, and people always say diet. It's not actually diet. Diet is a lifestyle. Whatever lifestyle change you have to do, you have to stay committed to it. It's not a six-week thing. It's not a 12-week thing. It's a lifetime commitment uh, in doing there. And in that lifetime, you're going to change your life, and you're going to change other people's lives around, around you. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Paper or plastic? And I, and paper <laughs> or plastic. <laughs> paper, because it's, it's green, you can recycle it. Plastic takes a thousand years. <laughs> that was good. I appreciate that. Now, so, and you've actually, I think I've mentioned, seen this on Fellowship of the Run. Maybe you were mentioning it, or maybe Norman or one of the other guys on there, um, that you, you believe in your own experience that your diet is as much a part or bigger part of being healthy than your activity. Is that, is that, I'm getting Both the gist of that from what you're saying? Yes, both of us. Nutrition is every. You can lose weight without having to go to the gym just by eating right. Nutrition is the overall key in to leading the great thing. You, if you, for people who are overweight and eat the pop tarts like you just said and eat all the, the processed foods, if you actually started eating the fresh fruits and stuff, there you'll actually watch your body start changing and your 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 spirituality, uh, your mental being will naturally start wanting better things in life. Um, that's because you're getting the chemicals out. You're putting the things that are meant to be in your body, which allow you to fully function mind, body, and soul. And that's why it's, it's all encompassed, mind, body, and soul. You can you can have a strong body, but if you eat like crap, your mind's not going to work right. Your spirituality might not be where it should be. But nutrition is key for anything that you do in life, and it's key for uh, a great and very productive life, in my opinion. And I would dare anyone else to prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got your email address, so they, they, if they think they are, if they think you are, they can email you and tell you why they think they are. Yeah. Start a dialogue with you. I would, I would you. love it. I would love it. Well, I, I really appreciate your time, Jerry, and thanks for being on, especially on vacation. Um, you know, Normally, we would have had Don Sullivan on with us as well, visiting with you, and I'm, I'm sure he'll be on the next time you're on. But he's on vacation as well. It sounds like it's a vacation week for, for people. A lot of people on vacation this week, and that's that's nice. Vacations are good. you got to recharge your battery sometimes. Yeah, recharge and for me it was recharging battery, but this is a passion. this is a life passion of mine, life coaching, fitness. It's uh I used to be two hundred and fifty pounds. I was one forty, blew into two fifty, now I'm one hundred and ninety five, as you saw, nice and lean uh build. So it's a passion of mine. So anytime that anyone wants to talk about it, I'll even you know, just like you said, even in the grocery store I have been known on a case <laughs> to stand there for five minutes and talk to you. So by well, all I, means whenever you want wherever you have me back, I'll be more than happy to be back. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it again, and if I don't talk to you other than Facebook before uh, before then, I will see you Saturday morning, November 5th. You will see me Saturday morning, November 5th with me and my little kids. And I don't know all which right. ones are going to race or how that all works, but you should see me. Well, I'll have a, I'll have a, uh, I'll have a babysitter on site taking care of Nathaniel, so if you, if you need somebody to watch your kids while you run the 5K, I'll, I got you covered. Oh, beautiful. Man, my, well, my wife doesn't like to run so much. So I might have my little girl, my littlest one might be in the stroller and my little girl may run it with me while my other boy stays with my wife there. But who knows? We never know. All right. <laughs> we'll work all that out on Saturday, November 5th. All right. There appreciate it, Jerry. Have a great night. All right. Thank you. That was uh, Jerry and Rich, everybody. So tips of the week. I have a kind of what I felt like was an interesting tip. You know, tips of the week get hard after you've done a few shows, Mark. You I've probably, done, probably realize that with sixty plus yeah, shows from Taiwan Tech. Huh? Almost eighty five, I think it is actually. And yeah, I'm uh You're tipped yeah, out, aren't I'm you? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> when you commit to a tip a week, uh and you've got two tips a week, yeah, uh, it's hard. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna uh I'll, I'll, i might I might drop the tip of the week at the beginning of the new year. You know what I mean? That'd be an easy way to Right. With the new year we're revamping the show outline. No more tips of the week. <laughs> it's a tip of You're the month. Maybe, yeah. 
But my tip of the week, I do have a tip of the week this week, and eat less tip. I may just do one a week. And the tip is very simple this week. Yogurt. Mm. All right. Our exercise more tip. <laughs> just kidding. I can talk a little more about it than that. You know, milk's not the only thing that does a body good. There's lots of different types of yogurts out there, all different types of flavor. Um, there's you can get ones that are sugar free if you or if you're struggling with diabetes. You can get ones that are low fat. Just watch the calories because a lot of times those have a lot of sugar in them. They taste great. They're a great snack. Um, the gogurt's wonderful because you don't have to have a spoon, even though it's kind of weird eating it out of like a IV bag. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but it but it tastes great. Uh, so I just recommend if you, if you're looking for another snack to add to the rotation, and maybe somebody that has a refrigerator at work. Buy yourself a six-pack of yogurt and stick it in the fridge and some plastic spoons, and it fills you up. It's good for you, and uh, it makes for healthy bowels, which are always good. Healthy bowels are a positive. Trust me, anybody who uh, shares a bed with you wants you to have healthy bowels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, my exercise more tip, um, I'm coming up on the anniversary of Cheryl and I buying our one-year, our year state parking permit. Uh, we're actually a friend of the park. It's in the city of Georgia, at least, that have a state parking pass you can buy for a year. You can do a friend of the park where you get the state parking pass and you get one pass for um, to get into one of the historical sites and you get a free night of camping or a free round of golf. And then you can do a family pack, friend of the park. And I'm I'm almost guessing that every state in the United States has some kind of program, and most people live within not too far from a state park of some type, whether it's 15 miles, 30 miles. I would I would I would uh, wager that most people listening to this show live within an hour of a state park. Mark, do you live within an hour of a state park? Do you know? Uh, I could get to three within an hour. There you go. And so um, I'm saying that to say one of the things we did as a family to get healthier was Saturday hikes. We bought the state parking pass, so it cost us absolutely nothing except a little gas to go. We put it on the calendar Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, family hike. We don't go every Saturday. Uh, but we try to go every Saturday. And so we, since we try to go every Saturday, we use the lake at least once a, month, once a month, if not twice. And that has been great. There's state parks. There's national parks. I put on here dog parks, any park. Find a park. Go to it. Just walk around. Be active. Explore the area. You'll do like I'm sure like we did. We have our favorite ones now that are within driving distance, one of which is Sweetwater Creek State Park, November 5th, trail run and family fun run. Don't forget. Uh, so, yeah. Where I live, state parks tend to be something resembling a lake and a place where you can fish. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of what state parks are around here. A lot of those, though, will, because a lot of those are like that here in Georgia, too. They will have hiking trails, though, around the lake. Right. Almost all of them have some kind of hiking trail. Uh, or rent one of those paddle boats. That's a, that's a workout. That's a heck of a workout, yes. <laughs> Especially if you're over six foot tall. I know you've probably experienced this, too, Mark. Yeah. You get in, and it's like every paddle, your knee hits your chin. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Yeah, and then not, you get out there and you're like, oh, I'm exhausted, but I got to get back. Exactly. You know, that we, we did one of those not too long ago and man, it was, it was a workout. But, uh, yeah, so that's my exercise more tip, guys. Go enjoy nature. God made it. It's pretty. Enjoy it. Uh, and that's pretty much it for your tips of the week. So, Mark. Yes, sir. If I, if I wanted to be called by a computer, what would I do? <laughs> If you wanted to be called by a computer, you could go to our website, elementop.com, and on the right-hand side, there's a Call Us widget, uh, which is improperly named because you don't really call us, the computer calls you, and you leave us a voicemail. So maybe it should be called the Computer Calls You and Leave Us a Voicemail widget, but that's a we little call us me button. It's a little call wordy. Yeah, we call us me button. <laughs> I don't know. So, okay. yeah, if you uh, leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show, and you can be a we part will. of the show that way. And yeah, you can and ask a question. You can ask. Uh, you can just make a comment. And uh, um, Aaron, I believe you have uh, a bit of a carrot to offer those who might want to do that, right? I I have a I have a large, freshly um, peeled carrot right out of the refrigerator, ice cold, ready to crunch. And that carrot is our cur current contest. The uh, send me an email contest with the addendum contest of leaving me a voice email. Uh, all we're asking for is people to call us or, or send us an email uh, with their question. The best question will win a prize and the best success story will win a prize. So we're just asking, you know, the little little audience participation. I know it's hard sometimes because you're in the car when you listen to this podcast. You're out running when you listen to this podcast. And by the time you get home, you may forget to do this. But take a minute. Shoot us an email. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, double A-R-O-N, at one meal one workout .com, or you can go to Element OP and find us through there. 
or one mill workout.com or facebook.com one mill workout or YouTube. It doesn't matter. Anywhere in the world that has one mill workout all put together, that's us. So send us an email or a voicemail and uh, we'll pick the winner here in a few weeks. And um, I got a comment actually, Mark, on my last podcast. I don't know whether the person was trying to enter the contest. Uh, it didn't say, you know, this is for the leave and send me an email contest or anything, <laughs> but they did have a question. Uh, and I may may read that question on the air here in a little bit and answer it. But anyway, that's it. Contact us. Let us know. You can win a Road ID bracelet, roadid.com. Check them out. A custom Element OP uh, embroidered hat or a T-shirt that is yet to be designed or made. Your choice. Now, Mark, if they what is the number? If they want to just call a number right now, maybe they're in the car. They can't get to the website. Pause your media playing device and dial 559-IAM-OP. And if you're five five nine, I am Opie. What's the numbers on that? Do you know? I don't know. I've never looked because <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, if your phone doesn't have letters on it, I'm sorry. But That's I work. I work so hard to find something that was good letters. I don't want to give away the numbers because it's I am Opie. That's so cool. Sorry. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because you have to do that. Call five five nine five 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 nine. I am Opie. That's five 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 four two six six. Seven, four, three. <laughs> four, two, six, six, seven, four, three. Or you can just dial I am Opie. Four, uh, two, six, way. six, seven, four, three. Five, five, there nine, four, two, six, six, seven, four, three. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Norman, the name you can trust. <laughs> the commercial still stuck in my head from when I was a kid. Anyway, appreciate you guys um, being with us this week and uh, get out there and get active. Remember, don't forget. And in all the other ways, remind yourself, before starting any diet or exercise program, it's recommended that you consult your health care provider. 